Hey, 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 it is I, Jesus, that looked loud, <laughs> um, it's I, Rebecca Conran, I'm looking at the levels here as I'm recording, so I know when I'm being a loud ass bitch, uh, this is the energy report on the new story podcast, and I am your host, Rebecca Conran, I'm an energy healer, uh, or rather I'm an energy healing practitioner, and a coach, and a counselor, and an astrologer. And uh, I've been doing so these things for almost 10 years, and I've been uh, recording this energy report for maybe four years now. And before that, I was doing it in newsletter form. And what it is is just the astrological wrap-up of the week for anybody who's just tuning in for the first time. I talk about what kind of energy we're looking forward to in the next week, uh, what it might, what the vibe might be like. This isn't, um, you know, these are just suggestions though, too. We get to work with the energy, however we see fit. And, uh, on a day where the energy might look rough, it actually could be really cohesive with your chart and feel really good. And a day that the energy looks really, uh, good, might be a rough day for you. It just really depends on our own birth chart information as well. But how I do the reports is I try to just look at the collective energy on a whole, what we might be interfacing with, with other people, um, you know, what the messages and lessons are um, for the kind of grand scheme of things. This week, we're looking at April the 19th to the 25th. The theme I've chosen this week is I am flexible. If not this way, another way will open. I am flexible. If not this way, then another way will open. So it's just a call to be, um, yeah, agile through this time. We're moving into a time right now that's not very flexible. So it's a reminder that, um, you know, sometimes we get so stuck on needing something to look and feel a certain way that we forget that we might be backing ourselves into a corner with our willfulness. You know, maybe there's something better you think um, that you know. But guess what? Maybe you don't know what's best for you. And uh, I think being open and flexible and remembering that when things feel really tight inside of us, when we're holding on really tightly to our way of doing something, when there's a lot of controlling behavior happening, that's really a signal for us to release our grip and, uh, yeah, move ourselves into a position of flexibility. So I am flexible. If not this way, another way will open. The tarot card this week is the Page of Wands. This is a youthful card. It says, tackle those challenges. Say, yes, I can. Be confident in your abilities. Believe in yourself. You know, you've had a life like all of us, a human life of many ups and downs. And look, you're still here. You're still listening to this podcast. You're doing your thing. You're living your life. Good for you. You know, we, we, we forget sometimes that we can get through pretty much anything with a resilient human spirit. 
And with an influx of Taurus energy coming in, sometimes we can feel like we can't try new things with that Taurian energy. Sometimes we're avoidant of risk-taking. But this card says, don't be so security conscious that you stop yourself from growing and making changes and trying new avenues. So this card, again, is asking us to take a lighthearted and flexible uh, flexible approach this week to our lives, to not get stuck in the mud. This is a big week of major transits. All th- uh, There's three personal planets that are changing signs, uh, which, which is a lot for one week. Um, and this is officially going to begin Taurus season. And as fire turns to earth, there can be a feeling sometimes of being stopped in our tracks. Um, we need to, we do need to anchor and ground into our bodies and to consider our actions carefully to put the time and patience into our new endeavors. But again, we want to still stay lighthearted and flexible. Um, we, we still want to be open to making changes. This, uh, this new earthy energy might feel like a relief if we've been moving faster than is right for us usually, uh, or lately anyway. Um, do you need to give yourself permission to slow down? This is the season to do so. Um, before I begin, I just want to make note that I've opened up my in-person sessions in Mountaindale, New York. You can see my schedule, pricing, and you can book yourself in directly for either remote or uh, in-person sessions via my website under bookings. I also have two sound bath energy healing experiences coming up May 13th and the 29th at my studio in Mountaindale, New York. Space is limited to ensure distancing and masks are required for all studio visits and sessions, but you can reserve your place uh, again through my website under bookings. Um, Or if you're not local and you're not in the vicinity, you can also... Uh, do a remote session with me for astrology, for um, healing, for intuitive guidance, you know, energy work, whatever you're feeling. All right, let's get into the week. Monday, the 19th of April, we've got Mercury switching gears, entering Taurus along with the sun also entering Taurus. So Mercury had just a brief stint in Aries. And during that time, things could get a bit out of hand, maybe blown out of proportion mentally with that energy of the God of war holding space with our minds. But boundaries were definitely clear. We definitely put our foot down and made our voice heard. But now we're switching gears again. Um, I don't necessarily love Mercury and Taurus for us. It's a tougher placement for our minds, for communication, for technology, for the intellect, because we want all that shit to be open, agile, and flexible. And the fact is just that Taurus isn't really open, agile, or flexible. Those are not um, things that Taurus excels at. Um, Taurus has a lot of amazing qualities, uh, and it's a fixed energy, and that is really supportive in the ways that it needs to be. But, you know, with it in Mercury, maybe anger and frustration will be heightened, and we might feel kind of stuck and like just things aren't going our way. We're having a hard time shifting gears. Um, that can be some of the stuff that's coming up with Mercury and Taurus. This transit does give us the opportunity to focus on practical matters, however. Um, We should be aware to not let this 
resource conscious energy bog us down mentally, though, with obsessions around our material security. In fact, at the end of the week, there may be a little bit of lack going on or scarcity that we may be feeling, you know, and life has its ebbs and flows with our resources. So we need to really let go of the need for certainty, trust in ourselves moment to moment. When we're connected to ourselves, into oneness and into the cycle of life that what goes up must come down, what comes down must also go back up again. We're able to then find a place in the spectrum free from acute fear regarding our security. If you acknowledge that sometimes there will be periods uh, where you have less, um, then you'll have a much easier time than if you expect to always have more than what you need. Okay, that's just not really reasonable in the life that we're living. Sometimes um, our resources may be limited, um, but we can still trust in ourselves. We can still feel secure in ourselves, even through those periods of, of um, uh, lack or scarcity. You know, so really grounding into being secure in your spirit is very important. Being secure in yourself and your own capabilities, believing in yourself. Whatever story life is projecting outwardly, it's just a tiny blip in the realm of possibilities that are at our fingertips. So we want to use this Tyrian energy to bring our ideas down to earth, not to hold on to resources so tightly that we become miserly, uh, to really let that flow still happen and remain open and flexible in our minds. The sun uh, also entering Taurus today is is very beneficial. Taurus shows us the sun is our collective identity and Taurus shows us how to make the most of our resources. And that's really necessary at this time. A lot of us have had to learn to work with what we've got in more conscious ways to learn to work with less sometimes too. Taurus is the sign of Mother Earth, of slowing down, of patience, beauty, abundance, and pleasure. Uh, we can more easily access our senses with this energy. And what better time than spring? You know, go and listen to the wind, smell the fresh air, you know, look at the little baby animals, the, the beautiful eye pleasure that can happen with all of the blossoms popping open. Um, really take, take in the pleasure of feeling water on your skin in the shower, listening to the cadence of your friend's voice or a song that you love, um, the delicious taste of a meal. I mean, it's really just about our senses and those, and those kind of life's simple pleasures um, like smell, taste, touch. So this is really a time to slow down, smell the roses. You know, as we appreciate all life has to offer us, we, we really become more of a beacon to attract more flow of appreciation into the world. You know, so this is really a time to just really tap into that power of appreciation of, mm, I'm just really, I might have not, I might not have much, but I really love what I do have and I really appreciate it. The next major day of transits is going to be Thursday, the 22nd. Venus is in Taurus is conjunct Uranus in Taurus. So Uranus is the great shaker-upper and awakener in the sky, and it being, you know, on the same degree as Venus, both in the same sign, it's that are representing money, resources, values, and Mother Earth itself. This transit is really about connecting into, you know, if we rely on money and achievements to give us a sense of abundance or success, 
then if things are not going as planned, we can let material changes really affect our self-esteem negatively. This is something we all really tuned into this last year, you know, during the pandemic. I mean, we really had to see that we can't rely on material achievements to um, have a healthy self-esteem. It's got to come from deep within. Abundance is a state of being. Worthiness is a state of being. So relying on outer circumstances to feel good about life, it's always ultimately going to leave us feeling unsatisfied because there is, again, that ebb and flow to all things, including our resources and achievements. Um, so with Venus conjunct Uranus, it's a freeing transit. We can break free from unhealthy patterns around our worth and value. But, you know, when that's happening in the moment, we, not, we might not feel fully on board with it, right? It can feel quite jarring uh, when experiences move in and out of our lives swiftly. However, this doesn't have to be uncomfortable changes. It could be exciting ones, too. It could be some really exciting endeavors coming into our lives. Friday, the 23rd, Mars is going to enter Cancer. And we've got Mercury and Taurus conjunct Uranus and Taurus on the same day. So Mars is warrior fuel. You know, it's Aries energy. It's um, the energy to exert outwardly, to be active, to protect, to fight. Um, and it's our primal sexuality. It's really... Um, not at home in cancer at all. Cancer is the nurturing mother who is very conflict averse. And this placement is not the easiest for our collective. It, it may feel very frustrating for many of those who are feeling unconscious in the collective. Instead of being direct and assertive with this transit, we can be manipulative or sidestep necessary actions. We could have poor boundaries where we need to you know, really tap into these toxic situations we ha might be needing to remove ourselves from. Codependency could be greater during this time. I mean, it's challenging. This is a challenging combination of Mars and Cancer. Um, it does, however, if we're using this energy wisely, it is uh, really a great energy for celebrating the time that you have with people you care about, like loving your people up. And adjacent to Venus and Taurus, again, this is absolutely the time to enjoy the simple pleasures life have, has to offer. With Mars in Cancer, there's a greater focus on family, having children, the home, um, being safe in the home, like security of a home. Um, it's a wonderful time to nurture and to be nurtured. But first of all, nurture the self. We want to watch with this energy for mothering without mutual exchange. Sometimes we just need to say a hard no and not try to people please. And that can be one of the lessons with this energy. Um, watching for mothering without mutual exchange is because we're not anybody else's savior. We can be their example, but we're not there to save anybody. So this is a really good time to work on in interdependence in your life. And you'll see where that applies you know, over the next few weeks, uh, in you, in your, um, experience with the addition of mercury now conjunct Uranus on this day, you know, we might have some flashes of genius. Something could be hitting like lightning in the mind, um, or in your, what you speak outwardly. 
Um, you may have a bit of a mad scientist in you today. This is a great day for communication, for channeling messages from your higher selves, for anything to do with the intuition. You, you'll be really intuitive and connected um, to that deep, uh, penetrating place within with this energy. Um, this is a good day for inspiring yourself for and others, for coming up with ingenious new pathways uh, of how to do something in your mind, like just working shit out. Um, you know, for a long time, I've talked, I've talked about the polarities we face as humans. Things are just not black and white. The solutions that we seek have not been created yet. You know, we look out at the world, we see this fucking system of, um, racism and abuse. And it is, it's hard to see the answers because we're coming up with the answers. They haven't existed yet. Um, so we want to really take this into account, um, that it's going to take that genius coming forward and a radical individualism of going against the grain and standing truer to a standing truer to yourself and to a higher order of things to make real changes. It's just not black and white right now. So um, we want to let go of a need to see one way or another and open up to the unknown, be receptive, let go of how things should be so that your higher self can show you the way and also let go of frustration, you know, in terms of like, not, not actually frustration, but letting go of any kind of um, pessimism, like, oh, things will never change, you know, any cynicism. It's like, well, just because we haven't seen change and just because we can't imagine how change, you know, could exist, it doesn't mean it, it, it's not possible. You know, just because our ancestors lived in darkness didn't mean that electricity wasn't possible. You know, so here we are and we need to think outside the box. But first, we also need to believe that something outside of the box is possible. And this energy, Mercury conjunct Uranus, really helps with that. Saturday the 24th, we've got Venus in Taurus square Saturn in Aquarius. This weekend, we build to a full moon on Monday. So this is more of a release heavy weekend ahead. Um, with Venus square Saturn, some relationships or resource issues are going to present themselves probably around this energy. There's delays and restrictions. The timing may be off for what we desire. Money could be tight, love lacking, and this could lead to some sadness and loneliness. This is an energy for organizing our responsibilities. You know, when I feel that money is tight, I try to get up to date on my fiscal obligations and payments and get that money energy flowing. Even if money is tight, if I need to see my practitioners, I will spend that money. You know, I try to not be tight with how I take care of myself, how I love myself. Um, those things are always the priority. And all of my abundance stems from a sense of a real responsibility to my self-love and to caring for myself and nurturing myself. So if you feel love is lacking you know, it's time to focus on the love you give yourself. Love is a force to be cultivated. It can come from anywhere at any time. And feeling a lack of love is an inside job for us. If you feel a lack of love, that's because you're not sharing love as well. Just like when I feel a lack of money, I pay my bills. I get that money flowing. The money needs, you know, love's got to go both ways. 
If you're not loving outwardly, if you're not loving yourself, you're not really going to feel that channel of love open to you, but it is always available to you. There is never a bad, wrong time to start opening up those channels. It can happen in a snap. This is also, again, tapping into our appreciation for what is available to us for what we do have, the resources we have, the love that we have, our friendships, you know, our homes, any sense of security or, or having, um, just appreciating that, just being grateful. Today would be a really good day to tune into gratitude for what is, for what is present in your life right now, and to really connect into any kind of uh, self-love. Sunday the 25th, we got Mercury now squaring Taurus, both in a in uh, Mercury and Taurus squaring Saturn in Aquarius, rather. Sorry, I'm speaking so fast. And you know why? Because Mercury is in the last degrees of Aries. So it's quite fiery and feisty and restless. And uh, I definitely am feeling that in how I'm recording this um, podcast today. And I'm sure next week I'll be complaining that, uh, it's not moving quick enough for me to record the podcast. So I'm working within these fucking parameters, y'alls. Mercury and Taurus square Saturn and Aquarius. And on the same day, Mercury conjunct Venus, both in Taurus. So Mercury, our thoughts, our mind, our communication, it's going to feel restricted on this day by Saturn because Saturn is limitation. It could be hard to communicate clearly on Sunday. We may be wishing and hoping for freedom that we don't feel like we have. You may think that your freedom is being repressed by your circumstances. But guess what, y'all? You have always been free. Freedom is a state of being. Freedom is a state of our mind. And freeing our mind is the key to finding our balance and peace in this new era that we live in. Um, if our outlook is negative on this day, it could be being exacerbated by fears that we've been holding on to for a very long time. If you want to change your life, you need to change your thoughts and your perspective. And having a perspective of freedom will support you in uh, freeing yourself from toxicity and patterns that feel restrictive. Uh, like for myself, yeah, you know, like there are many freedoms that, um, that I don't have. And, and other people have a lot less freedoms. Uh, but regardless of what I do or don't have in this life, my spirit is outside of the bounds of anybody's control. The dignity of my soul, my essence, my spirit is mine and it's free. And the fact of the matter is my life here is short. I am under the control of whatever the human experience has for me, right? So like my life, um, it's, it's going to be whatever it is. I'm going to at some point cease to exist. And that could make me feel not free if I chose to, you know, or I can say, yeah, whatever happens in this lifetime, my soul, my spirit is always free. Nobody can fucking take that away from me. No circumstances, not even death can take away my freedom. Right? So with we're, we're really tapping into that where, where we feel trapped, not free, you know, at other people's mercy and really tipping it, tapping into, um, that energy and freeing ourselves, uh, from the, the power that we give other people over us as well. 
you know, um, there are very real situations where people have power over us sometimes and that people go through in the world, in society. Um, and then there are situations where we give other people power over us. And those are situations where we need to take our power back, where we need to free ourselves. Um, and, uh, and that's what this day is about. So with Mercury conjunct Venus today, it's really an extension of the whole weekend's learning, right? Where an abundant mindset, an abundant loving mindset is really the key to residing in a state of love and abundance. And maybe that's why um, poor communities around the world have more of a sense of love and abundance than wealthier people do, you know, because they tend to appreciate more what they have. Um, and that isn't by any means saying that, oh, it must be better for them because they can appreciate it. What I'm saying is that like having things, having achievements does not equal being more loving and having a more abundant state and being more connected. It actually disconnects us more from our connection and appreciation and gratitude. So we want to remi remember wherever we're at with whatever we have, uh, whether we are uh, wealthy and abundant in certain avenues or not, uh, we, we still want to be tapping into that it doesn't matter what our outward experience is. Residing in a state of love and abundance is really an inside personal experience. Yeah, is it helped along by having what we need? It fucking sure is. Is it harder to pull from, to pull from that? Um, when we have less, yes, it is, you know, but that's really what the lessons of this time are all about. They're about being in appreciation for life itself, you know, for the trees blossoming, for these little plants coming up from the soil and fighting their way up for the sun poking through for, for any, anything at all, just showing appreciation and just trying to tap into that mindset so that we feel the effects, the beneficial effects of it, you know, so we don't constantly feel the negative effects of fear. Um, eh, that's it. That's it, y'all. I want to thank all of this month's uh, Energy Report supporters and patrons. Every month, this podcast and my newsletter are made available because people donate uh, money, which is a resource, uh, to my Patreon and via Venmo. Um, to help pay for the hosting and, you know, there are actual expenses, uh, and then also to, uh, offer appreciation for my time and energy. And if you'd like to do so, you can Venmo any amount, or you can also become a monthly patron for about five bucks a month on my Patreon. Those are linked in the show notes, but that is not required to be a listener. Um, you can also just send your appreciation. You can share this with a friend. Uh, you can, you know, um, there's many other ways to support. That's not an, a necessity for this being available. But if you're unable to give, um, sending appreciation to those supporters who do help this to be available, um, just thanking them for their time and energy and resources. All right, friends, again, my in-person sessions are opened up in Mountaindale, New York, and I have my two sound bath energy healing experiences, May 13th and 29th only an hour and a half from the city. You could come up for the day. Um, if you have access to a vehicle, uh, or a friend, uh, come on up. I'd love to see you. I have like such a lovely little store up here. It's really fun and 
bright and colorful and ex- inspiring. And I really enjoy it when uh, listeners stop by. Um, so I hope to see you up here. And all of the information about me, about my offerings, um, testimonials, etc., etc., pricing, my booking, and all of that is available via my website, www.rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Conran, C-O-N-R-A-N.com. Lots of love. <laughs>